We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome everybody to Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. Uh, I am Patrick Tarnowski. I'm one of your and hosts. I'm Bear. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The only one. I'm just here for the ride. I, I said guess. I'm one of the hosts, and then you came in, and you were like, "What's up? I'm the other host." I'm. I'm. Yes, that's exactly what I did. I'm See, Bear, and I'm the other host. I was. I've been thinking about this <laughs> just so you know, like a little bit. I was like, okay, because you know, with the intro, I wanted to be like, "Hey, what's up? I'm your host." Blah blah, and with me is my co-host. But it's like, but at the same time, I feel like co-host is like almost the type of thing a sidekick, and you're not my sidekick. You're my partner. You're my brother. I'm your bitch. You're my brother. No, you're my brother. You're like oh. fucking family, dude. You think of me. You think way higher of me than I do. Well, of me. <laughs> I I do. I think so highly of you. I just you're want you so to know that. Sweet. So I want you to know that. Well, we've got an amazing show for you today. We have Gabe Reasoner of Careful Gaze and Emo Hotness. I don't even know if they go by emo, but it's emotional and it tugs at my heartstrings. Whatever it is, it's it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. incredible. It's incredible. It's like indie synth rock grunge kind of. I don't. I think he's gonna like hit me up and be like, "Yo, never say we're grunge again." Hey, what <laughs> what did you guys do? That intro is terrible. You garbage. Absolutely. You wrecked everything. We talk about some pretty fantastic things in this uh, episode. We do. Uh, But honestly, um, before we actually like let you guys in on the episode, we we do want to say something real quick here. Careful Gaze is a very, very um, upfront, open and honest band, and it reflects in their music. And they have a song called Rainbows, and it's it it hits home for a lot of people. So uh, the first half of this episode is uh, the tone of it is a little darker, but we ask you to stick through it because it 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 means so much to so many people out there. And 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 even if you're you're not going through going through something right now, like there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who who are. So we ask that you stick through the through this and then go listen to their song Rainbows to help understand a little bit of like what we're talking about and why we're talking about it. It does pick up a little bit in the, in the second half, just cause we want to like make sure that you guys are enjoying the podcast. But we also want you to understand that this is a very real podcast and there are very real people out here going through these extremely hard situations. So we ask that you listen to rainbows. We, uh, we ask that you keep an open mind and that, uh, just enjoy the podcast. Really? That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Let's get into it. How's it going, everybody? Uh, we're really excited uh, we're, to welcome back. We, we did one episode with him before. Things got mixed up, so now we're coming bigger, badder, stronger. And sexier. Gabe, and sexier with Gabe Reasoner of Careful Gaze. That's right. That's right. I've Hi, been Gabe. through a lot since I was here. I've been out on the road. It's been crazy. So 
Glad to be back. Yeah, you what's guys. that Thanks big time Minneapolis me. producer life like? Oh, it's always busy. I just try to, you know, give people my knowledge and do what I can. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I like uh, that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Pat. I was just going to say, I was just going to comment on that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coffee cup you got there. I like that. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. I've got, uh, we got the logo on one side. We got the basic characters from the show on the other side. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like it. And I was going to comment. Who's your, uh, who's your oh, favorite? You, well, you, you wait your turn. I'm going to wait my turn. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I gotta say Raphael overall. Okay. He's Attitude. Just, is that he's full is of rage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles depression. the one with the little wizard boy? <laughs> I, th- I think you might be thinking of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, those are both really good shows. No, I was gonna say like you know what's better than knowledge. Or, you know what's better than the... Fuck, I ruined it. Now I can't say anymore. I'll edit just it don't no, even, Just don't even go further. <laughs> Let's just, no, just done. Leave people like, guessing You know what's now. better than this Lamborghini in my garage? Knowledge. Do you guys no. remember that commercial? No. Nobody no, remembers that. I hope, I hope there's somebody out there listening to this right now that remembers that YouTube commercial because I do not want to be alone in this. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm very much alone in this right now. <laughs> I hope somebody can make you feel connected. Yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway, I should have just not said anything. Okay, back to Gabe, because that's what this is all about. <laughs> okay, Gabe, tell, tell us about the humble beginnings of Careful Gaze, you know, before becoming this emotional heartthrobs that you are now. Hmm. I thought you were going to ask me the humble beginnings of TMNT, and I was like, shit, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know him that well. Uh, <laughs> careful gaze. So it actually started uh, a long time ago under a different name. Uh, in 2013, the band that I was in, I was just in like a shitty uh, synth-based hardcore band, and it broke up. And I was like, "Well, what do I do now?" Naturally, I will make like synth post-hardcore indie music as one man uh, and do everything myself live. Right. That's the so, most logical course of action. Right. Nice. So it was this strange spectacle of me like running around and yelling and singing and playing piano and playing drums. And it was just a, it was like an experimental time and it was a lot to maintain. So I gradually added members and it sort of, we were a baseless rock band for a while. That was a dark time. Um, <laughs> It was very just depressing. We opened for Let Live with no bassist, and I'll never forgive myself for that. Uh, But they still liked us, so at least they said they did. They were probably not being honest, but they were being (laughs) nice. That's when, like, you're you're always going to get somebody who's, like, pretends to know what they're talking about. Like, yeah, no, we don't have a bassist because we let, you know, we let the EQ of the guitar, like, cut cut through the low end. That uh, was me. (laughs) I was like, yeah, the piano really fills out a lot of the low end, you know. <laughs> Anything you could do to like make up for it or excuse it, just like no, 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 no. I do know what I'm talking about, even though we're like, fuck, we fucked up. It's just like actually, the only bass player I know is living in Colorado right now, and then that bass player moved back, and so then he joined the band, and that's Aslan. He's still in the band today, and uh, he yeah, doesn't play bass though right now, does he? He does again now. Oh, he oh yeah oh. He stopped for a long time. He was playing guitar, and now he's back to bass. Gotcha. Um, and I do nothing now, um, and How's that's that pretty cool. It feels pretty good. I'm just it's the voice of the band. It's got to be a little freeing, huh? 
Yeah, it, it's absolutely freeing. So yeah. in 2018, we decided to change the name to Careful Gaze to just kind of like rebrand. And, you know, we had just moved up to Minneapolis and stuff. And yeah, then we just kind of have gr- like been grinding out albums and songs ever since then. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And Careful Gaze, you guys, you guys have something very, very unique and very specific. And I Thank you. am here for it. I'm like absolutely here for it. Well, that all said, according to your social media, you released your first singles, Wolf and Grade, in the summer of 2018, and your first full length, You Two Will Rest, which is an amazing album. All of the songs you've released under Careful Gaze, which one or which ones are you most proud of and why? Um, I would have to say probably the two that are tied in my mind right now are Rainbows and Thunder Rolled Around Their Shores. Mm. Um, they're both just like very heartfelt songs, um, very like raw emotionally. Um, rainbows just like with the, the subject matter being what it's about and like seeing how many people have connected with it and like all of, it sounds like cliche, but like all of the messages we've gotten, um, you know, from people that are just like, Hey, I was in like a really, really bad place in this song, like helped me a lot. So, um, that one, it's a huge song. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. But like. I mean, how how do I say this without like being, like, trying to, how do I, I mean, how do I say this? It's like that song is so good, and the fact that you've received so many message messages on the fact that it's connected is awesome. But it's so sad that that's the case. You know, what, does that right. make any sense? Like, does that have any like actual weight on you as a person writing something like that has the message of of uh, equality and, and, and freedom of expression and, 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 you know, even the message of coming out and being, uh, okay with who you are and just accepting you for who you are and not giving a shit about what the world thinks. Like, doesn't that weigh heavy on you? Yeah, definitely. I think it's just, it, it weighs heavy and it's also, um, I guess like for me, confirmation that what, I'm trying to do with music, um, which is, you know, give people a space to feel comfortable and feel safe in genres that maybe they didn't previously always feel that. Um, it tells me that I'm on, I guess the right track. Um, because like coming from the environment that I grew up in and, um, having the friends that I had, like I knew that was a struggle for a lot of people and kind of seeing that confirmed, it is really heavy. And it's also like, I'm glad that, seen as that's a big as as big of an issue as it is um that you know it's not just me but that there's other people that can talk about it and um you know give people a space to be who they are and and not feel like they're trash just because their family or friends tell them they are absolutely and i think that's the most important thing and um you know uh, real quick like if you guys don't know careful gaze is not only an amazing band an amazing like group of people they put out some amazing music with with truly heartfelt and, and, and thought out messages. And if there's anybody out there like struggling with, with personal identity or any kind of uh, depression or, or just negative thoughts about yourself and how you view the world, hit up game, hit up careful gaze on their social media. Like they're, <laughs> you're going to hit them. Like you're going to talk to them. Uh, there's nobody behind the scenes. It's just, it's just them. So if you guys want to reach out, please feel free. And Gabe, you want to add anything to that real quick before we move on? Um, no, you hit it on the head. Yeah. Like, absolutely. We, that's, that's like the whole point to me is, is if we can make connections with people that are like 
I found something in this. Um, and you know, we can, I can connect with those people and also like see what they do in their life. Like that makes me happy at the end of the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, we kind of talked about this the last time we chatted, but you know, (laughs) we'll, we'll chat about it again. So, you know, you're part of a, a project called, uh, featured X. Yeah. Uh, Give us a rundown of what Featured X is and, and how has that been going for you? Good. Yeah. Uh, Featured X is basically just a platform, like a portal, um, where you can go on and find guest features, anything from vocal to, I believe, like drum, guitar, you know, instrumental features as well. Um, I specifically am just doing vocal features, but yeah, it's a spot where if somebody that either I don't know, um, or, you know, that just is looking for a very specific genre, like pulls me up, they can request a feature or even people I do know, they can go through that too. And, um, we can, I can take a listen to the song and decide if it's something I want to work on. And yeah, I just, I just finished one for like a horror themed uh, metal That's EP so cool. that some awesome. some friends so cool. uh, of mine do, and it was really cool to be able to work with them on that and and have just kind of a, a portal to do that through. Well, you've also released songs under uh, like Gabriel Reasoner and Piano Stairs. What sets these projects apart from Careful Gaze? Definitely, um, those are more just kind of like stripped down personal things, mm. and. I don't know if you just heard Aslan, but he just uh, like let out a war cry downstairs out of nowhere. I heard him. But <laughs> I, I, ho- I hope it came through. I hope it came that, through because that'd be so cool. I'll, I'll see if I can I, like pinpoint it and like blow it up. I just saw that uh, register on the waveform, so I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> right on. But uh, I know the like the solo stuff. Piano stairs was something I did for a little bit, and it kind of ran its course, and I decided to sort of retire that one. Um, but Gabriel Reasoner is just like anything that doesn't fit careful gaze that I feel like is either just like so personal that it doesn't really have mm-hmm. a spot in the full band or it's mm-hmm. just like such a stripped down idea that I don't want to like try to bring it to life as a full band thing. Yeah, um, that's what I use to release that now. So um, okay. s- sort of just like an additional creative outlet, which honestly, like we've been so busy lately i haven't even really had time to have that as an outlet so mm-hmm. i guess that works out in some ways like it's good to be busy but i do enjoy doing the solo stuff that's awesome and i enjoy i enjoy when you put out solo stuff like i listen to all of your stuff dude i can't tell you how many times i've like had like depressed and listening to arcade fire in my car one <laughs> and like and i just like will just like jam to it like all the time it's yeah. so good um plus i dude i miss i miss seeing you guys live like oh, yeah. guys, anybody out there listening, if you haven't seen Careful Gaze live, it is not only like it's a concert. It, yeah, it's, it, an it's an experience. Yeah, you, it's yeah, a, it's, it's exactly str- what I was gonna say. It's straight up something you <laughs> that I've never like seen any band like that compares to what they do. And I know that sounds kind of dumb and almost a little cliche, but like you guys, and I think anybody like who knows you can attest to this. You have such a such a like clear direction but also a very narrow niche of where y'all fit in and it's it's executed perfectly perfectly and so when i say there's no other band out there like careful gaze i absolutely mean it and that's from you guys's music standpoint to your concerts man like anytime i like you guys are in the area i am freaking i'm there because you put on an experience and it it blows my freaking mind it, it really does. Thank you so much. That means a lot. It's it's good to know 
that it translates well because I as I mean you guys know being performers like it feels very different being up on a stage than obviously what it feels like being out there like witnessing something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's it's good to know that that comes through I guess and like translates into what we want it to be and it's not Absolutely. just like wow I, this is did, awkward as hell <laughs> I just well it's it's you guys live is is it's on the same type of wavelength as you know watching like uh, early like 2000s dashboard confessional where everybody's yes. just screaming the songs back to you to where yeah. like you half the time you don't even need to sing cuz they're just doing it for you and yeah. like and don't take this like the wrong way cuz like every every band has played to like no people right like everyone's done it it's not it's not unheard of but like when you get let's say you only get like five people to come to your show you better fucking believe all five of those people are singing every damn lyric right on back to you. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't seen you guys ever play to five people. I've seen you guys play, like, we played um, The Garage, and we had, what, it was like 100 people there. Every single freaking person was singing your lyrics back to you. Like, <laughs> I remember stopping working on my van to come back into you guys' set <laughs> just so I could, like, scream for at least three songs and then go back out. But, like, it was, it's it's insane, and everybody who who listens to you guys you end up like making an impact you make you make uh, uh, like you you make whatever whatever it is the it factor call it resonate with everyone in that room and it is something that is it's irreplicable my god (laughs) that's it that was it that's it that's the one i don't even care i'm not even gonna use a dictionary I ain't need no dictionary i ain't need no education yeah (laughs) i I appreciate that. Like it's, it really is the the people that make the music for us. Like the people that are there, because again, if, if we're doing what we're doing and everybody's just standing there, like arms crossed, closed off, like we're going to have a bad night and, and believe it or not, like, I know you said like you, you haven't necessarily seen that for us, but I've seen it for us. (laughs) Um, We, we've all seen it for, for ourselves. We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've played like, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma on a Tuesday night on tour. And it's just like everybody there is like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? At 11 p.m. at a bar where everybody just wanted to go to drink for the night and ain't nobody wanted to see a a live band. They're just like, ah, fuck a live band that's playing. I really didn't want this today. (laughs) I didn't want to have to hear about Arcade Fire on a Tuesday in this bar. God damn it. More more cowboy hats than (laughs) non-hats. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we, when we started our first song, which is the one you were talking about, actually highway sideways for our first show back, um, a couple weeks ago, like the, the, I just didn't sing. Like I just let the crowd scream, uh, depressed oh. and listening to arcade fire in the car at one yeah. in the morning. What and an like amazing experience. Seventh street was hopping like for, a, for a moment, like that whole, for 35 minutes, basically like that room just felt like we were all kind of alive as like one being. And mm. I just, I just appreciate the people that actually give us a chance so much to like actually care enough to be there and sing the Hell songs. Yeah. And well, that's, that's a perfect segue into, our, into yeah. our next question. Uh, so, Everyone's been here. We get it. COVID's a thing. So in your, like, experience, in your own, like, whatever, after a year of not playing shows, actually, it's been more like a year and a half, how was it getting back out there and playing again in front of people? Like, I know you just, like, talked about, like, the moment a little bit, but, like, even for, like, an emotional connection for you, like, what was that like? It was like I was dreaming, honestly, um, because you... Like, even when we are playing regular shows, I always have sort of this 
you know, I think about it ahead of time and I have the picture of how it's going to go in my mind and kind of like, you know, run through it in my head. And then it always ends up being different um, than what I imagine it to be. And like this show felt like it was the closest thing to what I imagined. Um, And also just like, you know, having run through my mind of like, what is that first show back going to be for like over a year? It just felt really surreal. Um, So the whole time we were all pretty like emotional and like just seeing how many people came through and on a Thursday night to, uh, you know, support and, and see us and the other bands. It was just very like, how is this actually happening right now? Mm -hmm. Like, am I just actually in a dream sequence and I'm going to wake up and be pissed that I've got to just go work at a call center. Yeah. And I did, but it was the next day and the the (laughs) concert was real. (laughs) The concert was real. I still still went to the shitty job, but so I completed my side quest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, so our, our podcast is called where did all my friends go and for anybody who's actually confused on what that means it's this is a podcast about watching our friends in the music industry blow up to the point where like we have to say goodbye and watch them fly basically do their own thing i know that sounds cliche but that's the point that's the whole point of this podcast is where did all my friends go they all made it successful. That's, like, why we do what we do. So with that, it is a, a podcast about, like, life in the music industry. So what are some tips and tricks that has either gotten you to where you are today that you, that you can give to another listener or, or even just share what it's like to be a band in the modern uh, independent music industry that you're in right now? I always have such a hard time <laughs> giving advice because I always – tend to question whether or not I'm someone that should give advice (laughs) where I'm like, am I, am I the like example of success that people would want to actually follow? Um, I don't think so, but, but I will say we've done things the wrong way a lot of times. Um, you know, I think as far as like what it's like, I think it's every day is sort of a battle to like poke through with the algorithms and like just the constant wave of everything going on on the internet from, news to memes to other bands and all of that and so you really have to try to create something I think at this point that is going to be one of two things um it's either going to be straight up just cookie cutter like exactly formulated correctly so that people will like it and with that one you might maybe feel like you've lost your soul a little bit but it'll probably catch or you can try to just you know make as genuine a product as possible so that there's no way if someone sees it, they won't be like, wait a second, like, let me turn everything else off in this, in my, you know, feed for a second and actually pay attention to this. Yeah. Um, that's what we've tried to do is just not, you know, not like bullshit, not pretend that we're anything. We're not just create stuff that resonates with people. And that is that we truly believe in and truly feel like we put our soul into. Um, and also at the end of the day to like, not take the whole, song and dance of being in a band too seriously like i mean if anybody follows us on the internet like they know Mm -hmm. that basically our account like our music is sad as fuck and then our our social media is basically like a parody account Um, (laughs) it really is (laughs) because i've seen so many bands where i've seen them just like trying to to like play that role and it's immediately kind of turned me off because i i feel like they just stepped off of a tour bus in their mind Um, Mm -hmm. but they Mm -hmm. are just playing those shows to the five people with their arms crossed and they are just playing the shows to like their 20 friends still, but they're like, 
in their mind, they just, they just played to like a thousand people. And, um, I don't know. I feel like just trying to be as genuine as possible and also admit sometimes that the, the time we are in is weird as hell. Like it's yeah. really weird to try to be in a band. And there's cross there's all no the, reason to bullshit boxes, you know, right. Like, yeah. Especially now, like people aren't looking and maybe this is just my personal experience, you know, but people aren't looking for fake, you know, I like, I don't open up my Instagram to see what celebrities are doing. So that way I feel a little bit more confident in myself. And I'm not trying to like, like diss on that if that's something that you do, but I feel like more people here are looking for, are, are desperately grasping for something real, for something to, yeah. to connect to. And you're not going to, you're not going to get that by coming out here and like acting like you own the place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Egos don't make a band, and if that's what you think does make a band, well, I mean, I guess more power to you, but you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wrong. And you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people who, that uh, there's a couple people that I know that have made it, and they, ha- do, you know, they have egos, and it's like, all right, you know, good luck to you. Like, genuinely wish you the best, but I don't really want to be near you. And I think that's that that's true for a lot of people, because... We just want to surround ourselves with people with people who are real, people who are kind and genuine. And and I think uh, Gabe, I think you and the rest of the, the the boys in Careful Gaze, like emanate that with with perfection. Thank you. I really On with, and with that. that, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Do you want to scare the shit out of your 10-year-old past self? Then you need to get a tattoo. A bad one at that. (laughs) Yeah, not just any tattoo. The shittiest fucking baddest tattoo you can possibly think. And don't worry, whatever you're watching, which it probably is inappropriate, you can keep. Just click that new tab button, Google search, bad tattoo, slash, scare yourself, slash, what the fuck, forward slash how the hell did I get here forward slash where did all my friends go podcast forward slash careful gaze forward slash the fuck (laughs) (laughs) and welcome back Uh, so now we're gonna we're gonna move on to our uh, next segment which is our obscure question segment things get you know uh, a little less serious a little (laughs) little less serious a little obscure (laughs) a little obscure (laughs) and uh, you know we'll just have a little bit of fun so I'm going to start so you off. You can answer these truthfully, uh, facetiously, however you want to answer them. And I just w- want to let you know, I said facetiously correctly, okay? I did it. I didn't need a dictionary. Proud of you. I did use a thesaurus and move my way forward, but that's a different thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You got it. I'm proud of myself over here. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. All right, Gabe, if you could, uh, if you could only bring back one article of fashion... Um, from the pop punk emo glory days, what would you pick, and why would it be studded belts with the famous stars and straps belt buckle? <laughs> oh my god! Um, I feel like okay. So I was a church kid, and I was drumming for church one time, and I was like the really awkward kid that tried to make an under oath shirt look cool, but I actually just made people probably wish that they didn't listen to under oath when they saw me. <laughs> and, um, so I just remember I, I was like getting ready to play and I walked into the bathroom and I saw this guy that looked like he stepped just straight out of a hot topic ad. 
and he had three of those belts. He had not one, not two, oh, not, but yeah. the triple belt, just like Trifecta. gradually yeah. making its way, like further sagged and further yeah. more yeah. loose. And they all had like yep. the heavy studs on them. Um, so I guess I would specifically bring back the trifecta, the trinity of Ooh. belts, the Ooh, Father, okay. Son, and Holy Spirit My, okay. of, of beltery. <laughs> the, holy, the holy belt trinity. The, yeah. the holy trinity of the belts. So my question to you then uh, off this is what colors would they be? You know, um, I feel like we'd have to have a hot pink one in there. I Absolutely. Yep. Uh, obviously. So, okay, I feel like what would really make the most sense is a hot pink one in the middle um, we've got a black one on top and then we've got like a white one that's like the furthest down. You, you yeah. read my mind. Those yeah. were the colors absolutely. I was picking. Like, absolutely. The only, the only other acceptable option would have been purple, but that's about it. The white, it's like the white that's somehow brighter than the eyes of God. And you're just like, yep. how did yes. you actually create absolutely. a substance that is that bright? See, it, I think there's a story in the Bible where, where <laughs> Moses gets to see like, Get where Moses uh, picks up a studded yeah, belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sees God's robe and he like turns his face white. I really think it was God's studded belt. That's all I'm saying. Is yeah. It was probably he saw emo Jesus and was like, holy shit. Here we are. The promised land. <laughs> Jesus, where'd you get that studded belt? <laughs> Why are you ripped? Hotteth topicath. God's trying to <laughs> God's trying to talk to Moses and Moses is just like Maybe we, why don't we? And God's just like, hey, if you could, if you could just shut up with the under oath for a second. And, and right for that reason, for I'm keeping you out of the promised land for 40 years. <laughs> you can't see it, but then he just like swoops his hair. Yeah. And he's, just, and he's just like, whatever. I know, I don't, I'm out of this town. I'm sick of this town. Yeah. <laughs> As a Jew, this is really fucking funny. <laughs> so, uh, I guess there needs to be some sort of like there's there's the message version of the Bible, but there needs to be like a pop punk version of the Bible, like an can emo we, message Bible. Can we hold up? Can we th- can we all three of us write this? Can we? Yeah. Dude, can we I'm so down. The pop punk the the pop punk Bible. All of the disciples <laughs> just end up joining cursive. <laughs> and the, and the, the, their uh, their names are all just replaced by famous pop punk lead singers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm into this. Yeah, <laughs> and Ooh. and Jesus's disciple Soupy said, <laughs> "That's posy, bro." <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how I'm to go- profit off of religion in a unique way, and now I know. And now <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're, we're in. Well, everyone else it. is doing it in a very non-unique way. So let's mix it up a little bit. See what Fucking we Fucking Moses just parted the PBRs. This <laughs> 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 is way better than I thought. Like ever could imagine. I'm still stuck on the fact that like Moses is flooping over his emo part. Yeah. Like, and I'm just imagining like Moses with like eye, like under eyeliner, but only under eyeliner. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh, it's fucking just <laughs> chilling at the chilling at the bruise of Galilee. Dude, all I could think about is like is like uh, freaking you know those uh, TikTok memes where it's like. Hispanic warped tour. <laughs> like you, you like you know the, have you seen those TikTok memes? Uh-uh. All I'm thinking about is like Jewish warp tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And okay, so that was great. Uh, <laughs> the next question is uh, there's a great myth that humans eat up to eight spiders a year in their sleep. Are you ever worried about not being able to eat breakfast in the morning because of that? Yes. 
last night good there was Thank a you. there was a loose spider in my home um and it was it was allowed survival and uh it was in my room and i went to bed thinking like there i am most likely going to consume this spider tonight right and then like the scariest thing is like you don't want to be full for breakfast yeah exactly right you got those egos you need to eat how am i gonna just drink my three cups of coffee on an empty stomach if there's a spider in there too right <laughs> i don't want eight waffles i want 12 of them <laughs> <laughs> so, i've <laughs> no, is it weird that I'm thinking that now this spider has an eme over? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm in. <laughs> it's like you listen to my cam, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, see, the thing is, is the spider's just actually goth, and he's just like, I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> I'm going to go in your mouth. <laughs> he's like so over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, take the last question, bud. <laughs> so if 10-year-old Gabe was talking to us right now, what was your like your dream to be as an adult? And do you think 10-year-old Gabe would well, you know what would what would 10-year-old Gabe think of present Gabe? Uh <laughs> 10-year-old Gabe, if he saw present Gabe, he'd be like, "Oh shit, I got to leave. Like I got to turn and run <laughs> the opposite way." Like, he's got tattoos, he's going to kill me. Um <laughs> Gabe at 10 probably thought he was going to be a like a large uh, mega church worship pastor, to be honest. Um, oh. I probably thought that I'd be like playing a sick set of uh, worship tunes right before like Stephen Furtick gets up there and, and just takes the platform or something like that. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You'd open up for Joel uh, Osteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm the I'm the I'd be, you'd be the opener. Yeah, I do the the crowd warming up before Joel comes <laughs> and does his trap set. That's, that's wild, man. I just wanted to be a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's a lot cooler. I in my mind it was like the, the peak the peak career opportunity for me was to just grow up cuz I liked music already. Um, and I was like, well, let's see here. I love music. I love the Lord. And I, I want to just do both of those things forever. And so I probably thought that I was going to do that. And then or under oath came along and you were like, there's more. Yeah, exactly. I was and, like, and now, wait. and now under oath, <laughs> and now under oath swears in their songs. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> your head's like, mind blown. <laughs> listens to non-Christian under it. oath immediately turns away from God. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, 10 year old Gabe's dreams can still come true with this, uh, the new pop punk church. Come visit us <laughs> online. Uh, you can watch our, we, because of COVID, you can stream our, uh, stream our pop punk church service online now. Uh, it's always at 11 p.m. at night, um, and uh, we have a plenty of PBRs. So I'll be there. <laughs> and then in in, the in pop punk Bible, God, uh, when when you when you take the blood of the, when you drink the blood of Christ during the communion, it's just PBR. <laughs> I was gonna say. So here's like, so here's like, my question though. Like, are we going like the Catholicism route? Are we gonna fucking sing? Like, you know, mm. do the the. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be a bunch of whiny voices, like. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, so, but we'll just do that and be like, I'm vindicated. <laughs> I am selfish. I am wrong. <laughs> and then there, yeah, there's like a whole four part harmony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I am. Oh, I'm, man. 
<laughs> I, I wonder if this podcast is going to get taken off Spotify. <laughs> I'm I pretty hope sure. so. If it does, I'm, pretty I'm sure post it everywhere else. Shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was worse shit out there. Right. I mean, <laughs> right? also, to kind of combine uh, Pat and I's dreams, uh, Aslan once went to a sports metal church where oh excuse me uh, they all they all wore <laughs> jerseys they all wore sports jerseys and then their worship was like progressive metal uh and they, dude they would like scream and stuff dead ass i had this i had this thought when i was in the studio this weekend uh alec and i were just chilling out somehow we got on the topic of like swedish metal bands and i'm like do you think like swedish metal bands are like the worship bands in Sweden, we did a deep dive on Google. The answer is yes. <laughs> the, like, there's a bunch of like Christian Swedish metal worship bands that play for the churches, and I'm just sitting here like, okay, if if I'm gonna go like follow Jesus, I'm moving to Sweden, <laughs> right? I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna follow Jesus, you belong. You should be in Sweden. That should yeah. be their motto. If you're gonna follow Jesus, you belong in Sweden. <laughs> Well, thank you. You guys just leaked the title of our next album. I appreciate that a lot. Damn it. But like, but like every single, like every single church, like their name, like, you know, like the church of the Nazarene or whatever, like, or, or the, the first Catholic church, all of the fonts are all like horrible metal band fonts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, Oh, what church is that? It, I can't read it. That's church of Mastodon. (laughs) (laughs) Is that uh, the church of Meshuggah? And then the Jews come in. It's Meshuganah. <laughs> That's the church of Meshuganah. <laughs> Meshuganah. <laughs> I would. Right. I, I would pay also to see a Jewish version <laughs> of Meshuganah called Meshuganah. <laughs> like, holy shit! <laughs> Dude, just imagine like the, the the mega church pastors of Sweden. <laughs> Just like like the Swedish equivalent of Joel Osteen, like with the whole like metal band, like I'll be honest, I might tithe to that church. Yeah, <laughs> ten out of ten would oh, tithe. Uh, ten out of ten would tithe. That's my next tattoo. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's move on to our next segment. Pat, you want to take us into the segment, or do you want me to get it? You choose. I don't give a shit. Sure. So, well, we're gonna we we got one segment left for you. This one's called Rapid Fire Questions. Basically, just it's all off the cuff. We're just gonna ask you the questions. Speak from your heart, gut. Don't think. Just answer. Okay. Are you Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day? Blink One Eighty Two. Travel or stay inside? Stay inside. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Favorite shade of red? Carmine. Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Frozen yogurt. You did it. Wow. That was it. (laughs) How do you feel? I I feel pretty confident in my answers. I'm just happy you didn't get stumped on favorite shade of red. Red. That is my goal is to stump with that one. (laughs) Well, uh, in our song, our last single that we put out, I talk about the, the shade of red Carmine specifically in the lyrics. So I... I, that was a little That's bit of true. a cheat because I had it ready to go, like ready That's to fire. That's true. That's next Dark Dawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
God well, damn it. <laughs> that's fair. And to be, I, I didn't even think of that. I didn't put two and two together that you would be like a professional shade of red person. <laughs> it's a little bit of a double, uh, double meaning because it's car mine in the streets. So you could interpret that as like a car mine in the streets, or you could interpret it as the color red in the streets, which is what I originally wrote it as. But uh, sounds like both. Hmm. Dang. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, that's so fucking cool. Like that is so cool. <laughs> Fuck. He's just that, like, "Fuck, you're cool, man, Jeez. dude." You, like, you, you ever seen someone who's like too cool, too cool for school? You're like, you're a douchebag. Like, like Gabe is too cool for school, but like he doesn't know it. <laughs> I haven't gotten my three belts on yet. <laughs> and, and, Bear's, and Bear's just sitting over there being too school for cool. Dude, I don't even school. That's right, I don't school. <laughs> I was. I should fix that. Same. <laughs> I don't like to think about it though. <laughs> Pat, you're supposed to lie and say you were homeschooled, so that it seems like we all three were. It, so it I, helps. <laughs> I was 100% public school, you know, when I went, <laughs> and that's why you're more well-rounded than I am. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, that was it, man. You did it. That was the podcast. Nice. Thank you guys for nice. having me on. Absolutely. Before you go, we want you to go ahead and plug your band, promote anything that you got coming up. No hard dates, though, because we're not quite sure when this, po- when this podcast is actually going to come out. But, like, plug your social media. Plug uh, where we can find you. And then also tell us what's next for Careful Gaze. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at, uh, at Careful Gaze on all social media. We are in the process. Uh, we have a full-length album written, so we're just kind of refining that, um, working on making sure it's the best it can be before we go in and record it. So in the meantime, we'll be having a, another standalone song come out in the fall. And you can find more info on the band in general at carefulgaze.com. That's awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for hanging out with us. Uh, again, this one is going to be great. Absolutely. This one the was last one so much better. The last one was great too. But it was, but we just weren't funny. <laughs> like you and I didn't know what we were doing. We're still not funny. We're fucking stupid. No, I'm not funny. No, I'm just here. Just here That's... trying to trying to look good. With your three yeah. hot topic belts. <laughs> I think we should just take promo pictures together. The three belt band. Yeah, there you yeah. go. No, I, I agree. I agree. The holy trinity of belts. <laughs> all right gabe well thank you so much for coming on this podcast guys this has been where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and we've uh had an amazing time with gabe reasoner from careful gaze please go check them out they're so good uh gabe anything last you want to say i love you all love you too buddy i love you too and that's it which is how they end the hawaiian bible they literally just say that's it that's it